Hey, there you go, Clayton. I like yes, that, buddy. Hey, good evening, everybody. Oh, man, I'm all gunned to my own show. I got one pistol. I Marty's mean, come got the on. He's got the uh, Kalashnikov. What <laughs> <laughs> a man can't have is too many guns. Nope, no, I can't no. disagree with that. <laughs> hey, well, welcome to episode 24. You believe that already, Jamie? 24 episodes. Where this will be a Wow, it's awesome. Man. Hey, awesome. It's January awesome. 11th, but as always, before we get going here, we're going to start with the Second Amendment. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And I just can't, I say it every time, I just can't be more clear on that, that uh, it's probably the most important amendment in our Constitution, because without the Second Amendment, and I know Marty agrees with me on this one, there is no other ones. The others don't exist. So, well, it can be clear. Just ask a leftist, which we're going to talk <laughs> about real shortly here. Yeah. Hey, all right. I, I see a sweet comment right there, right away. Mark Dibble, hey, just purchased himself a 6.5 Creed a few hours ago. That is freaking awesome, Mark. There I got a 6.5. I love it. I, I think there's you're nothing love it like too. purchasing a gun and then listening to guns in a 701. <laughs> this doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> awesome. Clayton, Clayton, yes. I got one better. I ordered my bed there looking through all my ammo that i got stacked under there and you know what i found what's oh, that i had i i found a nine millimeter springfield that i don't remember buying like the best <laughs> christmas present ever i was like when did i buy this gun you know Perfect. i'm not gonna lie i i've done that and i'm like gosh i, I don't remember when i got that one then it's like oh yeah, I just haven't used it in a while. So I guess, yeah, it's just like a, a, a pleasant surprise, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but I tell you what, what you guys are doing is amazing. And, uh, you know, like you said, I've, without the Second Amendment, the other ones are just paper. You need that to protect them. And I don't think it's ever been clearer. You can look at Brazil and what's happening with the, the uh, Second Amendment. And uh, it's a horrible, horrible situation down there. For oh, absolutely. There's there's some bad things going on down there right now. And uh, I, I really do. I feel for them guys because uh, I don't know what they, I don't know what's going to happen down there. Um, I got a pretty good idea, but I mean they don't have no guns no more, and we know what happens when you lose your guns. So I yeah, and, uh, prayers with all them people that are on that front line. Yeah. So I've, I got something real quick. Um, <clears throat> now, before I get going, I just got to say uh, happy birthday to my stepfather, Scott Odegaard. I know he's listening. I appreciate it, Scotty. He's probably sucking on, uh, well, he's probably having a little wine tonight listening to us. But <laughs> So in his first, Bolsonaro was the president of Brazil. And he kind of came in there with the same kind of gusto that Trump did. And, and you know, he was all about freedom, and he did. He loosened all the gun restrictions and, and wanted the people to defend themselves against all the thugs down there in this high crime rate with guns. But uh, when this Luiz Inacio Lula da Silva, his first act when he was, when he was uh, last Sunday, when he was newly installed president there, his first act was freezing gun ownership and banning the sale of new ammunition. Not his 10th actor's 20th, but his first. first. That is a freaking tyrant right there, right off the bat. Oh, absolutely. That's that's what they all are. I mean, they that's just what they all are. 
So I'll tell well, you what, we want to, before we get going too, guys, I want to introduce Marty Beard for those of you guys that don't know Marty. Uh, he's just a, a great patriot here in North Dakota. I've known him for several years now. I know Jamie has uh, used to attend NRA banquets as well. And uh, I can't say enough about Marty. He's always the guy that will be there. And trust me, when, when the time comes, he'll be right there on the front line with us. That I have no doubt. Well, and I appreciate so, you guys, but Lula, Lula originally banned the guns went way back in 2004. So the original gun banner is now back in, um, you know, almost 20 years. That They lost their gun rights. The people voted in 2000, their gun rights. And in 2005, Lula signed executive order that confiscated all weapons in Brazil. So that's how that goes. That's the history there. Yeah. Yeah, and, wow. and that's what happens, guys. Um, elections have consequences, and especially when they're not fair elections. I caught your segment on uh, Beck Communications with Ladies of Another View, Marty, and I thought you, you described that perfect. And uh, why don't you give us a, a little rundown of what you, you the, the comparisons you found between our elections and their elections? Well, you know, my history with Brazil is, is uh, I'm, I've got as close as my brothers down there in Brazil. And uh, they've got my, my hounds down there, there and uh, protect their ranches with with dogs that they've gotten from me. So I'm um, up, up here, and they they saw that we had this free access to weapons. They they, they just did, and I mean, they grew up in a culture since 2004. These are younger kids, no gun culture, and I mean, mm. it was unbelievable. But yeah. Uh, uh, you know the the crime that has taken place in Brazil is so close to states with our election. You know, Biden won by fifty one percent. Lula had fifty one percent. Bolsonaro had forty nine percent. That fix these elections aren't even smart enough. Not only that, Clay and Jamie, but we're we're talking about a guy that was uh in prison um for laundering against his country and uh they uh, uh the powers that be prison in 21 and uh he ran for president to brazil who they have now so i mean it's yep. worldwide corruption yep and uh i think it's all part well you know we've all heard the term the great the great reset and it's happening guys this ain't, this ain't conspiracy theory stuff. Yeah. You can just look around and see what's happening everywhere. And that's what it is. That's part of it. Marty's kind of breaking up there, Clay. You can just put him on audio and see if that works a little better. Well, let's see what I can do here. Sorry, Marty. I know you got a pretty face, but we got to try something. <laughs> <laughs> People are getting, texting me and we're getting it on the side here. But, but um, yeah, so it's a little more on this Bolsonaro and, um, and, uh, and the buy and the homicide rate and everything down there. So in in, tw in 2019, when when uh, he became Bolsonaro became president, um, Brazil had one of the highest homicide rates in any developed country. And of course, um, the international media was all over him for having seduced tens of millions of the voters on there with simple and radical solutions to eradicating violence. Which his solution was give guns to good people, let people have guns so that they have the chance to defend themselves. And somehow that was supposed to be some crazy, yeah. some crazy idea. 
right? But and 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 uh, Marty, I think you you know a little bit about how the crime rate actually dropped down there, right? When when people had the guns when he was president, dropped thirty four percent, and that is according to liberal media. <laughs> so words I'm getting in from my friends in Brazil tell me that it's actually much higher than um, where they're at. They can actually, you know, after dark without worrying about getting robbed or ransomed or whatever the card. Um, but w you know as well as I do, when the liberal media says 34 or 50% crime drops. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so um, his reforms, according to, to, to Real Clear Politics, produced a 600% increase in ownership, yet uh, homicides in Brazil plummeted. So, you know, it's it's uh, like you said, it was a 34% drop when he got in there and a 600% increase. Yeah, of course, they said, uh, well, um, I think it was just coming down anyways, so um, I don't know how anything to do with the guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So criminals, yeah, I'm sure that didn't have anything to do with it. When a criminal knows he's going to rob somebody or do something bad, and he's in possibility, good possibility, of them getting shot, um, they're they're not going to do it. So, no, yeah. And the sad part of it is hunting. All hunting in Brazil was um, my friends that have my hounds had to illegally on ranches with uh, from jaguars and and cougars uh, and in the, the hog situation wild hog situation they couldn't do anything about it and ball back to them so they not only gave them guns but uh some yeah we're so i i don't know what's happening here we're, i think we lost marty oh there he looks like he's back but uh, I went ahead and turned my camera off to hopefully. Is it seem like it's working better on your guys' end? <laughs> it's not, Clay. Yeah, it's not. It's well, not. I'll tell you well, what. Here's something I want to go ahead, Marty, Marty. Can you get that little mic and put it closer to kind of hold it up by your mouth? Want to see if that does a little something different? Not your earbud. Coming in. It's the mic. That... <laughs> How about? Where's That's that? It. <laughs> it's right on the inline. There's a little rectangle thing right in the inline wire in your beard, actually. We're gonna have to build a studio over at. Uh, at we have the guns in the seven hundred one. How about that? Three. There you go. Give that a go. Maybe there was just too much, much hair on it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it well, is a problem. Let me know if I if it's not working because I'm gonna check out then because your guys isn't in mine. So if I'm not if I'm ruining your show, I want want to know. Well, I do want to try one thing here. I pulled, so I couldn't convert your video that you sent to me and make it play on here, but I'm going to see if I can hold this up here. I don't know if it'll work. It might. And we're going to play this. This is, uh, which, what, what, what was the name of these guys that sent this to you, Marty? Well, that's, that's Roberto Washmuch. He's, and he's from, um, really good friend okay. of mine. And, okay, well, let's play this and see if it'll come through. I don't know if it will. We'll try this. So that was one video.
going to the war. So did you hear that, guys? No guns. They're mm-hmm. heading to Brazil. And this was, uh, this was what, this weekend when he sent you this or Monday? I think it was Monday. Sunday. Monday, okay. Heading to, to fight for their freedoms with no guns. Heading to the war, as he puts it. Wow. Talk about a set of cojones. With a smile on his face. With a smile on his face. Not, I mean, and from what I understand, he's got a family at home, right, uh, Marty? Yeah, he's dad. Part of it is Clay and Jamie. We don't know where he is. His, he's missing right now. Um, is more than likely, as his uh, wife told me, is more than likely makeshift prison in Brasilia. And um, he, he is trying to make it everybody that was there and throwing him in makeshift prisons. And wow. tw- 20,000 reals to get out and wait 1,000 U.S cash wow you know they don't let you pay with a credit card or that's what's going on yeah they want you to pay everything else with a credit card but not not to get your ass out of jail well and and that's this is this is an exact guys this can happen here people don't think that can ever happen here look around you right now and tell (laughs) me that it can't happen we got guys that have been in jail over a year because they were part of January 6th exercising their rights. Mm-hmm. Now, it, there's a lot of videos out there and things showing that the, the cap, that the building was opened up. Beside the point, they're sitting in jail, haven't had their due process, getting sentences that are worse than drug dealers and murderers, all because it's, a, it's to send a clear message to us, the people. Don't do it. We'll come after mm-hmm. you with everything we got. Mm-hmm. Well, and I... I- even more of a gonna happen there's no doubt in my mind when and where and i think everybody's gonna have to gonna draw your line are you gonna draw your line right at your door or are you gonna draw your line well that's gonna be too late you're gonna need to draw it a lot quicker and then when you yeah. draw it don't back back off from it no nope. I, I hate to say it marty we might have to cut I, you I, off because yep it's cut me still- off Keep that show going. You guys are doing great. I'll turn outside someday. No, I won't. Take care. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Marty. We, we enjoyed having Thanks, you. Thanks, Marty. We'll just have to get a better connection one of yep. these days. Yep, yep, yep. Clay and I got to figure something out. All right. right. But Take it thanks, easy, Marty. Appreciate you, buddy. So, yeah, Clayton, um, tell you what, we're, we're 717 here. Why don't we go to an extreme profits timeout here? I, I think that's appropriate, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guns in the 701 is sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located on 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Doug and the boys are patriots who support your Second Amendment rights with friendly service, decades of experience, competitive pricing, and expert advice for all your auto needs. It's getting colder out, so bring your vehicle in for a checkup and let Doug make sure you won't get stuck out in the cold this season. Stop in and let them know that you heard it on guns and the 701 and you appreciate his support for your freedom and, most importantly, our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lauer Auto Repair, Bismarck, North Dakota. Give them a call, 701-258-6308. And I just stopped in when I was up there on Friday and uh, visited with uh, Axe and the boys. We we had a little fun. Uh, We even met someone, Jamie, that didn't knock anybody out, remember? 
Yeah, he did. Joe something. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't He's tough hombre, I'll tell you that much. Um, yeah, he uh he he definitely uh was, was a talkative individual. I was kinda scared that the Dougie didn't fix that car right. We might be dragging him <laughs> out of there, but Yeah, that we might have had to jump in, right? <laughs> yeah, we got knocked out too. I guess you, you, you always back your buddy's move, whether it's wrong or right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but oh. no, you know what's going on down there in Brazil? It's um, it's something. That I hope everybody's watching it. I, I know people think, oh, that's you know, down South America, we ain't mm-hmm. got to worry. We do need to worry. We need to worry. It, it is a big deal. It can happen here. They want it to happen here. And Marty was right. When he's talking about, it, you need to. Where is your line in the sand? You need to ask yeah. your guys yourselves that. Where is your line? I can tell you, mine's. They're damn near at it, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm I'm ready. I I'm ready. I don't want it to go there, but like I've been saying for years, I'd rather fight this battle than have to have my kids do it. And I'll I mean, promise you this: Joe Biden agrees with everything Lula's doing. Oh, he loves it. He wishes he could do it here, and and not yeah. just Joe Biden. All the commies that are in, so, in the administration. Well, Marty said that it dropped thirty-four percent. I'm just I'm going to elaborate a little more on yep. it because he was kind of cutting out. But so in 2018, the year before, uh, Bar, uh, what the heck did I say his name was? The president. Hey, Bar- they interrupted. Bar- Doug yep. said we were good. The forty-five wasn't too far away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the in 2018, the year before Bolsonaro was president, the murder rate, which we said was 27. Here's what. Here's here's a little different number on it. The murder rate was 27.8 per hundred thousand people. That was five and a half times higher than the rate here in the U.S. Right. Okay. But it fell in each consecutive year. By 2021, the third year of Bolsonaro's presidency. Remember, he upped gun ownership 600 percent there. It had dropped to 18.5 per 100,000. Imagine that. Yeah. Increased gun ownership and crime goes down. Oh, what a novel idea. Wow. Wow. Oh, I, I, you know. And the uh, thing is, it's the same result every time you try it. It works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey. Eric, there we go, Kelsey. Uh, my line was about 10 feet back. <laughs> Maybe mine. I, I can tell you right now. I'm there. I really am. Um, I think they do, Gene. Does Brazil have mail-in ballots? He asks. I, you know, I don't know. I know they had problems with their machines, and I, from what I understand, I caught a little clip today when I was watching a deal that said something about the people there that are in in Brasilia, which is capital. They're protesting, and they want they want the ballots. They want to count them. They want the stuff, and uh, we'll see what where this goes. <laughs> the mainstream isn't doing much. What Travis say here? Yeah, I missed your I missed your good comments, Travis. Joe Biden makes for a better, stronger America. Uh, <laughs> we're glad to have you back, Travis. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. So all right, Clay, we're talking about gun ownership. Um, why don't we Why don't we take this to uh, Nashville, Tennessee, shall we? Real quick here. I think that's a good idea. Let me find it here. So. Uh, go ahead and lead it in. I'll put up the graphic okay. on this. Okay, um, Nashville, Tennessee. We got uh, Senator Senator Becky Duncan Massey, Republican of Knoxville. She wants to knock thirty dollars off the cost for someone taking a first time gun safety course. Yeah. Um, yep. And, and she, 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 go ahead, Clayton. Well, basically, yeah, and, and evidently they're going to take it from this hundred dollar uh, enhanced gun carry permit that they already have. And that's how she's going to do it. So you know, it's not going to be a, 
and increased anybody's taxes, things like that. It's money that they already have. And basically, if people want to take the first time uh, handgun safety course, they'll reimburse them 30 bucks for that safety course and get it done and get more people out there. Um, I don't know. I don't think that's a bad idea necessarily. I, I don't either. She says, um, we just wanted to make sure that money wasn't deterring if someone uh, was going to, you know, be using, using guns in their state and carrying guns around. Right. And yeah, and that's just what that, that, that's exactly what it is. It's not a deterrent anymore because mm-hmm. 30 bucks to a lot of people, I know that sounds cheap, right? But to some people, that's a, that's a major hit to their budget. I mean, there are people yeah. that live like that, uh, you know, their fault, not their fault, whatever their circumstances mm-hmm. may be, but it shouldn't hinder them from the right to protect themselves. And I think that's what this whole thing is about for her. And poor um, people, hey, poor people definitely need guns to defend themselves because they usually uh, live in, in rougher neighborhoods and then the crime rate's usually higher in those parts, you know. It's, yep. And that doesn't matter what color, you're white, black, whatever. I mean, that's, it just, that's just a fact of life. So yes. those people shouldn't be, you know, if you're working uh, a minimum wage job and you got a kid at home or a kids or whatever, and I mean, you shouldn't, I, I think this would be a good idea for somebody like that for sure. I do. You know, there is some opposition to it. Um, The Tennessee (laughs) Firearms Association. um, He said he opposed it. They tried it once before. Um, He opposed it then and he opposed it now. Um, He said he's not against gun safety, but doesn't think the state should pay for it. Um, It raises the question of what's the objective? What's the agenda for these legislatures? Legislators even offer it. It's a... it's a solution in search of a problem, according to this guy. I mean, I disagree with that, but. And he says that the taxpayer shouldn't pay for it. They're not. They already collected the money right. from other people that are involved in this and are wanting to have their, their enhanced permit. So it's actually going back in to get more people in there to enjoy their, their Second Amendment right to carry. Uh, it's not really costing the taxpayers anything. Mm-hmm. Um, they've already collected the money. It's not, like I said, it's not a net gain in tax expenditures. It's actually going to just be offset by that $100 fee that's already being collected. If you really want to say, you know, maybe the other gun owner shouldn't be paying for it, but I don't think the other gun owners are probably going to care about that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, furthermore, um, I guess I don't have a problem spending money on helping people exercise their rights. I don't know. either. You know, if you're exercising your Second Amendment, that's just fine. They waste yeah. money in a ton of other ways. And my guess so, yeah. is a lot of people in Knoxville who own guns, even though they're in Tennessee, probably didn't grow up with them. And I, I guess I don't have a problem. What, what's with all these numbers on here? I'm looking at the comments. <laughs> well, let's go through the comments quick. Like, okay. I, uh, Travis, Travis wants a Brazilian dollars. <laughs> he's mad because Marty had to get cut off. I'm sorry, Travis. I know. Trust me, if you listen to the podcast and, and the voices are cut, I mean, I wish we could have yeah. done if we ever I get mean, this dialed in with a guest, we'll... Uh, well, I think it was more on Marty's end, honestly. I really do. Um, yeah, well, next time we're getting like... Marty sitting, he can sit right here with me. There we go. We'll, we'll do, do it, it right that here. way. You know, we'll <laughs> just have to do a show where I come up and we just have all of us right there for, for a change. So, uh, quick deal, Keith. <laughs> I did see the Illinois law that passed. They did it in the, in the dark of the night once again. It's, that's their big bad assault weapons ban, which I'm telling you right now, everything that's in that mm-hmm. has already been overturned and upheld at the Supreme Court level of that over. Essentially, the, the things they put in there, this will probably have to go through a court battle. I have no doubt. They know that too. And when it does, it's going to make it all the way through and go up to the Supreme Court and come out probably with the exact same decisions that mm-hmm. we've seen recently, which 
it's good and bad. There's a lot of dollars going to be wasted and a lot of time going to be wasted. But in the end, it'll give us a precedent to actually go on everything else. And it'll just strengthen, in my opinion, the Second Amendment. Not only that, it's going to tell these commie states, hey, listen, you guys are infringing out in California. You're infringing in Illinois. You're infringing in New York. And name your state that's doing it. And it probably will overturn all that. What's that? It's just common sense, Clay. It's not common sense. Common yeah. Sense. <laughs> all right, night trap. He's out of here. Let's see that. He's he's he's, he's mad. He's he's mad. <laughs> <laughs> Hope he'll be back next week. All right. Yeah. Uh, Kevin. Yeah. You know what? He like he says. All I can say is I'm not the only one that has already been pushed far, way too far. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're not the only one. It's out there. I can tell you. It's it's. It's getting bigger. The group of people's getting bigger. I don't know when it'll happen. Um, I don't even know. I don't know if it, uh, whoever the next president is, whether it's Trump or, or DeSantis or any other Republican. Right now, I don't know if it's going to matter. You know that, that it's a sad fact. I just don't know if it's going to matter. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, if like Clay always says, keep your powder dry. Mm-hmm. Have plenty of it. Keep your powder dry and make sure you own every caliber that your enemy owns. <laughs> You'll so never run out of ammo. So what, what kind of what going off of what Clay was just talking about there, this is going to the court. Um, last Friday, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals invalidated the ATF's rule classifying bump stocks as machine guns. Yeah, uh, interesting I mean, ruling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, then there's two, Amaland had two uh, articles on this. This is one of them. And this was the, the striking down of the bump stock ban. And, and here's, this is the interesting thing about this, guys. It ain't so much the bump stock. The bump stock is the vehicle for the court case that they finally took. And guns of, I'll give you this, gun owners of America took this case. Um, I know they've been involved in it. I don't think NRA got involved in it, honestly. I, I know that they, they backed out early and I don't think they got on board, which is fine. Uh, but I can tell you right now, it went to that Fifth Circuit Court, which is, uh, by the way, Trump, I believe, put a lot of people on that one. It was a 13 to 3 decision. Think about mm-hmm. that. 13 mm-hmm. to 3. That's pretty a pretty overwhelming uh, message to states so it, and to everywhere. Yeah. Here's what they said. The Fifth Circuit ultimately held that a bump stock does not meet the federal definition of a machine gun. Because it, because it does not allow the firearm to dis, discharge multiple rounds by a single action of the trigger. And ATF's rule is not in accordance with the law. Right. And uh, also they cited the fact that the ATF had already stated that several times before they made this other ruling. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what changed? Nothing, um, really. And it, it just comes down to it that this is going to have more implications. I mean, the implications are going to be far-reaching past bump stocks and guns, guys. What they're saying here, and this will most likely be appealed again, it now will move up through the court system and probably head to the Supreme Court. And oh, I'm yeah. sure you're going to see a favorable ruling based on the last two decisions saying, nope, ATF, you have overstepped your boundaries. You are, and, th- and that's what this whole opinion says. Yeah. You are an executive branch. The executive branch falls, ATF falls under that branch. They're just to execute the law as passed. You can't start making laws within the ATF or any other alphabet agency like they've been doing. I could see this, if this makes it all the way to the Supreme Court, or if they let it stand, either way, 
I want to tell you that you're going to see things like what they just did with the waters of the U.S., WOTUS, if people aren't familiar with that, basically mm -hmm. trying to regulate every puddle, creek, stream that's there, isn't there, partially there on your private land, saying that they have all jurisdiction as a federal government. Uh -uh. That comes from an alphabet agency, and I'm telling you right now, this case could have implications there because it's the same premise. The federal government, they do not have any kind of jurisdiction there. And you can't legislate from, a, from an alphabet agency in the executive branch. There's got to be that separation of judiciary, legislatively, and executive. Mm -hmm. This is a big case, guys. It really is. And it's yeah, going to have far-reaching far -reaching effects. And they kind of went into a case that was they, you know, squarely rejected, like like Clay said, they were called three letter agencies years ago, but you know that purports to allow the ATF rather than Congress to you know to set forth these laws. And there was a case in, oh, what the heck was it called here? I, I got it written down somewhere, but I can't find <laughs> it. But at any rate, two hundred years ago, they even said these agencies can't override Congress in making laws. That I remember when this first passed. Um, you and I, I talked about too. it actually. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, I told Clay, I'm like, yeah, you know, no big deal, fun, whatever. But I was like, I wish they just did it in Congress and got it done that way. But so That's going back, what you said about the NRA right here, um, directly from the NRA's website, um, the the court decision tracks the argument that the NRA ILA made an amicus brief filed in this case. So they were actually on board. They with, filed a support brief. Okay, right. So I mean. Was it actually confirmed that the NRA was on board with banning these? Because I know I heard the rumors. I'm not. I'm not saying they weren't. They they weren't on board when this all happened. They weren't on board with it, but they didn't fight it. I guess is, is that that's probably the way to put yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it just they it were, was a fight they that were they couldn't real win at that time. Against it. Yeah, I can tell you right now, they weren't going to even win that because Trump was okay with it. And let's let's not forget that that and mm -hmm. it was that Trump was a guy, in, and it was an emotional thing, guys. He was brand new president essentially, and he was taking some bad advice, in my opinion, and he went forth with it. So, hey, there's some guys chiming in on this. I want to address a couple okay. of these. So, yeah, go for it, um, Brian. You're right. The court won't stay forever, but right now, as, look how long it took to get rid of uh, the abortion Roe versus Wade. Um, with good decisions, they they have a lot more chance of staying there. Um, and, and being Hold on, that, that precedent. Hold yes. your thought right there. Yep. Didn't get rid of abortion. You nope. can still do it in states. It was a 10th Amendment, right? The decision to let abortion be legal is back to the oh, states, which it should have been because abortion is not explicitly mentioned in the Bill of Rights. All right. Absolutely. Baba, you may proceed. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you make a good point there, just pointing out that is not in the Constitution of the United States. We do have a Second Amendment, so this wouldn't be a state's rights issue even in the fact that they just can't do it. It's just you can't do it, and that's what they're saying. Mm -hmm. The only mm -hmm. way to do it is through Congress, period. Yep. All right, so then you got uh, Keith here. Keith has one in here. He says, just like all the BS executive orders Biden signed. Absolutely. Yep. They're not, and they, they are not law, even the ones Trump did. No president that signs an executive order, it's not law. Now, they treat it as law. They carry it out the way to law. So if you end up going to court, it's going to depend on what judge or what jury or what court you're in, whether you win the battle or have to appeal it, because, again, they're not law. So, again, we have this problem. It's that cloudy gray area mm -hmm. of, of an executive branch overstepping. I hate executive orders no matter who does them. Yeah, well, and that, 
memory sort hold the phone hold on and read kelsey's comment here hold the phone y'all mean to tell me unelected bureaucrats don't have the power to make law question oh, yeah man <laughs> i was just gonna say remember when they were riding trump hard about his exos and then i think biden had like what like like four times as many as trump did. Yeah, Boy, that was that great right i mean oh. i mean biden's are just totally perfect you know i mean it makes yeah. sense well, half sad, of them were Half of them are undoing everything Trump did, I think. God's sake. God's yeah, sense. common sense. And Marty, you're right. Weak-ass politicians that we put our faith in are to blame. Yep. And we are we are guilty, and the politicians that we put there are guilty. I think finally, finally, people are finally starting to take an interest. Is it too late? It may be. I don't know. We'll I mean, see. I'm not going to just start firing guns at this moment. But I can tell you right now, Talking's about done because you can't get nowhere with what's happening. Um, I don't yeah. trust the elections at all, and I'm sure I'm not the only one in that. Well, show. not only that, Clay, um, if you can't sit down and have dinner with these freaking people, how are you going to have a country with them? I mean, come on. You can't. You can't. Come on. And that's what's happened. Well, I'll tell you so what, they, it's the bottom of the hour here. Why don't we take another quick break here? We'll try to stay on uh, a little bit yeah. of a schedule. Yeah, and I got one quick thing to add after that. Let's do it, buddy. Yep, sounds good. Here we go. Guns in the 701 is sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located on 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Doug and the boys are patriots who support your Second Amendment rights with friendly service, decades of experience, competitive pricing, and expert advice for all your auto needs. It's getting colder out, so bring your vehicle in for a checkup and let Doug make sure you won't get stuck out in the cold this season. Stop in and let them know that you heard it on guns and the 701 and you appreciate his support for your freedom and most importantly, our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lauer Auto Repair, Bismarck, North Dakota. Give them a call, 701-258-6308. Guns and the 701 is sponsored by the Blind Guy of North Dakota for all your custom window coverings. You can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded. They are patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. All right. Once again, we want to make sure we thank our sponsors uh, Doug over there at Lauro Auto, he does a fantastic job. Because I was just in there Friday looking at my Dodge to see if we can't bring that back to looking a little bit more normal. And I know, Jamie, you just had some work done down there. And oh, yeah. Like yeah, and Easton had a little problem with my uh, with my heat in there. It wasn't blowing heat, and Doug got that baby fixed up. I love it. It's blowing heat real nice. Oh, yeah. Doing and I'd, job. I'd also say um, you go in and uh, – you patronize the businesses that uh, our supporters here, our sponsors. Uh, make sure you tell them that you appreciate them sponsoring shows like this, and and you love it that they're a Second Amendment supporters. You know, so yep, that only helps out me and Clay, and it's good to hear because hey, if, if they're and, not if they're not here and we're helping them, guess where they go. <laughs> and uh, if you Bye-bye. need some great blinds, uh, there's always uh, the blind guy. Talk to Wyatt over there, and they, they they do fantastic work as well. And I know Jamie's even helped them out, so. You know, like I said, when the weather gets a little nicer, get into spring here, me and Eric might have to bring him down here and look at our two homes. Oh, yeah. Then that'll sure. be a good reason for you to come down and help, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Like a, yeah, for sure. Like a so a little more on this ATF thing. The ATF, 
They do. <laughs> I gotta put that one up. Yeah, Kevin, but... I'm sure I'm sure Axe appreciates that and understands. If you ever get out here to North Dakota, though, and, and you break down, well, we we know where you, we can take your vehicle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You, yeah, it's a good place. You get some good BSing in there too. Oh yeah. <laughs> so the, the, the atf out virgil hill <laughs> yeah he might be in there. yeah you learn how to throw a knockout punch anyway <laughs> so the atf now has to decide if they want to appeal the fifth court fifth circuit's decision to the supreme court mm-hmm. my guess is not really so if you're wondering what this case is called it's called cargill versus garland garland is the leftist scumbag who's the attorney general to this great country yeah, I remember Obama tried to put him in there. I don't think anybody yeah. remembers oh, he's in that. Hey, he's oh, come just, uh, you. And he even said, oh, oh, he's not going to take your guns away. He's not going to do any of these things. It's the first thing he started doing. Massive anti I mean, I mean, the guy, that's what his whole career was based out of. And, mm-hmm. of course, he tried to appoint him. And then, uh, of course, we had, well, evidently we had uh, senators with a spine back then. And we were mm-hmm. able to stop that. And, of course, the new Congress took its uh, session that following year. So it didn't happen. But... Yeah, Unfortunately, they had the votes and uh, even some uh, worthless rhino defectors in the Senate that went ahead and voted for this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Lindsey Graham. You know what? Uh, yeah, Lindsey Graham. If I remember right, Collins did. Uh, probably Marcos. They won the election, so it's, you know, it's, I'm just going to go along. So when we win, I expect them to do the same for me. Well, what torched me off? Oh, Lindsey Graham impression anyways there. <laughs> Leaky Lindsey Graham. What torques me off is when I talk to people like Thune and Kramer and uh, Hoven, which Hoven, uh, you, know, you know my opinion of that guy. And you you talk to him about these things. Like, well, you know, it's the president's, uh, you know, they get the uh, obligation to appoint who they want. That's, that's right. They do. That is his job. It's not the Senate's job to give it a rubber stamp. They serve at the pleasure of the president, absolutely. But the checks and balances is in the Senate, and that's how the Constitution was wrote. And if the senators, the majority of them, see it coming like that, you deny it. That is how that's supposed to work. You don't just rubber stamp it and give the president the keys. No. I mean, what if that had been somebody with the name Hitler? Would they say, oh, you know what, that guy's a pretty good guy. Should we go ahead and approve him just because the president won the election? No, they wouldn't. Uh, you know, elections yeah, have consequences, Clayton. Elections oh, yeah, have consequences. Do. They absolutely do. They absolutely <laughs> do. Anyway, that was Lindsay Graham. again. Didn't you catch that? Yeah, freaking Lindsey Graham. What is Lindsay wrong with the people? Can't they get rid of that guy? Jeez. I don't know. South Carolina, man. It sounds like uh, a great state. But so just, speaking uh, of uh, speaking of South Carolina, let, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to that region of the country here. Unless you want to read a couple of these comments here. Yeah, well, uh, Keith brought one in here. He goes, there's only about 20 Patriots left in the house. And we saw it, guys. Another thing. I I wish people would pull this document out and actually read the damn thing. I I know it pretty well. Does anyone realize that this wasn't chaos? This wasn't a fracture. This is how it's supposed to work. That's why it's in place. That's why it happens. And it worked perfectly as far as that goes. Um, I don't. I didn't want McCarthy, but I can tell you right now, those twenty detractors, as they called them, those twenty patriots that stood their ground for so long until they got pretty much. I, I tell you what, I was kind of combing through that rules package. Yeah, did pretty darn good, and it's going to tie the hands of the rhinos. It really is. Oh yeah, and uh, the chairmanships that you're going to see in some of these committees. They're getting rid of them freaking like the towel head in Minnesota. 
and some of these other commie scumbags off these committees. It's just great to watch their heads explode. Yep. Because they're oh, yeah. So we did gain. We really did. And right now, they can hold McCarthy's feet to the fire. They really yeah, can. Yeah, that's what's sticking. And basically, they can make them, they can make them yep. stay to the, to the beliefs of what the, what's written down the Republican Party is about. And I tip my hat to them, 20. Unfortunately, old Alfred E. Newman, Dusty Johnson in South Dakota, and Kelly mm-hmm. Armstrong, they both went with the swamp because evidently they, they're more worried about excelling and gaining more power and moving up the ladder because that's all they know what to do, I guess, to be fair, rather than so actually to, representing to, the people. To be fair, so to DJT. Oh, yeah. You, you, you're talking about uh, Donald Trump. And, mm-hmm. you know, Donald Trump was on the phone last night with Just the News on Real America's Voice. You know, what he did say made sense as to what was going on there. He was, uh, you know, he said he was more, he was really concerned about a Democrat getting in there. I was not. Guys, the Democrats finally had 200. That was never going to happen. They had their 212 votes pretty consistently. And if one of them Republicans, they would have taken six, would have detracted and went with that, you just might have seen shots fired finally because we know what would have happened. So, nah, I wasn't worried about that at all. But, you know, it, it he was wrong on this, I think. But, you know, yeah. McCarthy's well, in there. At least we got, as Trump put it last night, we did get a really good deal. You know, he's the deal maker. Yeah, <laughs> but it is a good deal. It was a good deal. I'm, I'm it's probably the best. It. It's probably the best set of rules I've seen in the, in the modern Congress since I've been following it. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I actually have more disdain for a guy like Newt Gingrich. He was nothing but a freaking swamp dweller. You know, he had the he had the, the the New Deal when he came out with it, which was not that great either. And he thinks he did so much, but he was just another oh, yeah. swamp dweller. You know what, Newt? <laughs> shut up. You're gone. We're glad you're gone. Uh, yeah. No, stay. I've away. never really been a Newt fan, but I never liked Newt. So anyway. <laughs> My yeah, rant. Well, so <laughs> we're talking about South Carolina. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this back over to North Carolina. So, um, on the opening day of the 117th Congress, U.S. Representative Richard Hudson, District 8, North Carolina, introduced HR 38, the Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act, the bipartisan. Oh God, that makes it really good, right? Must, Legislation has a record. Right? Oh, okay. I didn't even catch this. Has a record of 154 original co-sponsors. That's pretty good. Yes. He says um, our Second Amendment rights do not disappear when we cross state lines, and HR 38 guarantees that. Uh, yep. The Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act is a common sense solution. There you go, Joe. That is real common sense <laughs> to provide law-abiding citizens the right to conceal, carry, and travel freely between states without worrying about conflicting state codes or onerous civil suits. I agree. That's that's awesome. That yep. that is really awesome, actually. Because and listen, down here, um, I was reading further into this. Okay, remember when everybody is butthurt about Trump? He he said we we're gonna get reciprocity. He's such a damn liar. He, I'll never vote for him again, right? Okay, so okay, listen to this now. So those those people who believe that Hudson introduced the Concealed Carry Act in previous years. In December 2017, the bill passed the U.S. House by a vote of 231 to 198. Yet, okay, here's a key point: Clayton was mm-hmm. not taken up in the U.S. Senate. Wait a minute. Right. I thought it was Trump. I thought Trump was a big asshole here who didn't pass that. Yeah, I imagine that, huh? Okay. So anybody was, yeah. who, did, who didn't catch that, 
Or are you going to listen on the podcast and you can't chew my ass out in the comments here because you hate Trump? <laughs> the Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act passed when Trump was president. It went to the Senate. Mitch McConnell wouldn't let that baby come to the floor for a vote. So it's not Trump's fault nope, that we don't have national reciprocity. It's Mitch McConnell's fault. So yep. please stop with this bullshit about Trump being this big anti-gun president because he said he was going to give us concealed carry and he didn't. <laughs> yeah, and that's McConnell. That is McConnell. This guy is a commie. He sold us out. Well, he just got done selling us out right before the end of the year. And mm-hmm. I put that up here for you guys to read. Uh, that's right off of uh, Richard Hudson's uh, yeah website. Now, doesn't have a chance in hell of passing. Yeah, the House the probably, but not in the Senate. Yeah. And Biden would never sign it, so you'd need two-thirds to override it. But, but you hey, know what, Clay? I tip my hat to him. I want it to pass out of the House anyways, because I want people to be accountable for voting against our Second Amendment rights. That's right. It's right and to I, keep I, and bear arms. Bear means you got it on you at all times. That's right. And to quote is, is, I think it's a good idea. Of course, I love constitutional carry, but mm-hmm. it's little steps, guys. We went through this at the state level. Now I, I just looked. All 50 states have some form of concealed carry. Mm-hmm. You guys know that? All awesome. 50 states. Now, places like California and New York, it's they have it, but it's pretty impossible to get unless you know somebody who knows somebody type deal. Mm-hmm. Pretty much a celebrity or or a or imagine this, a government official, then you're okay. So they do have it. And I think the last count was like 25 states now have constitutional carry. That's outstanding. Yep. And that's been over literally 20 years, guys, I've been involved with it. To go back was, to some Eddie Murphy there. Half, Eddie. I want half. Half. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Bring him back some oldies there. Uh, <laughs> so, but, yeah, um, Gene, you're right. McConnell has to go. Mitch McConnell has to go. I'm not yeah. sure he's going to run again. I think this is his last term. I really do. I mean, knowing the way that guy's going is either either he's going to croak there and they're going to carry him out on the spine board, or he's going to retire. I don't. I don't know. If he's ever getting out of there. Yeah, I think he'll. I think he's going to retire next time. I really do. Um, you better put that comment up of Marty's. Or I like that to Kevin. All right, we got it right here. You can stay with me when you go to Laura's, and we'll chase some bobcats with my hound. And I think Kevin would enjoy that a lot, guys. <laughs> get your running shoes on, Kevin. Marty you. can. Marty gets are, in that elk trot. He's hard to keep up with when he's on the trail. We are going to make a Marty Beard Guns in the 701 coon hunt or something happen over there. That is going to happen. <laughs> it's got to happen, doesn't Maybe it? Maybe we'll do a drawing and take one of our listeners, huh? Yeah, yeah, Kevin, you might have to come out if you win that one. (laughs) Still a a little more on Hudson here. Um, He actually, um, he he was leading, he led a letter to the U.S. Attorney General in ATF urging him to withdraw the proposed rule of the pistol braces, which they did in 2020, but now it's back. Now it's back. Yep. So this guy, he's got a long record of being pro-Second Amendment for sure. So oh, I need yeah. more Richard Hudson's in there. We do. And, again, the, going back to this other thing with, with the strike down of the bump stocks, <laughs> the implication, that will go away. The 80% rule will go away. A lot of things will go away because the ATF did not have the authority to do it. And mm. the only way to do it is, as they said, through Congress. And right now you're not going to, it's going to be pretty tough to get anything like that through the United States House of Representatives. It just is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
not because of McCarthy, but it'll be because of those 20 Patriots. They won't allow it to happen. Yeah. So, um, Clay, we usually got, when we talk about um, celebrities and um, music singers and, and you know, <laughs> any of that kind of stuff, it's usually pretty negative and we're, and we're bagging and ragging on somebody, right? Yeah. Oh, usually. Kevin, <laughs> hey, Marty, Kevin said that sounds great. Hey, Marty makes a great uh, point here, too. He says, everyone expects the NRA to do what our elected politicians won't do. It doesn't work that way. Again, we cast politicians. And that's, mm-hmm. that's a great point. And we don't hold their feet to the fire. I mean, we're seeing this right now in the state of North Dakota. What's happening right now? I'm kind of go down a different rabbit hole here. What's yeah, happening right now with the North Dakota GOP district committees, Jamie? It's the reorgs, right? Yeah, we're coming up Monday. I'm going to be at mine for oh, sure. District 35, gonna, baby. And I'm going to be at mine. Dr. Center was on the show this summer. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I'm going to be uh, at District oh. 31's up there at the Seven Seas. Mm-hmm. And I mean, traditionally about 30, 40 people, maybe, maybe 50 show up at these things. Yeah, you're exactly and, right. And nobody else cares. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been out telling people about it. Hey, down in this area, you should attend this, get involved and be active in it. Oh, that hundred mile trip's just too much. Well, then you get the government you deserve when you do not get involved at the local level. And that's the local level. That's the people who control and, and hold the offices in these district committees are the ones that are going to probably make the endorsements. They're going to they're going to go to Medora during the state can, uh, state meeting for the GOP and elect the chairman and the officers there. Yeah. And that's going to set the policy for the North Dakota GOP. And it ain't necessarily following the platform. <laughs> The platform's Sorry, good. Read the platform. I was just laughing at a comment. Kevin said, turtleneck, Mitch. <laughs> that's right, the turtle, the turtle. But so oh, anyway, that, so that's what I'm was, getting at, guys. Get involved. I'm going to, to expand on what Clay's saying a little bit. Um, you know, if you're pissed and you don't think you can do anything, I'm, I'm going to tell you this right now because I was the same way before I got involved. I will promise you this. You can make a huge difference by getting on your on your district committee. A small handful of people control politics in this state. I, I will promise yes. you that. I I think actually Jared told me that a long time ago. Um, Jared Hendricks and I, I first met yep. him year, many years ago, and he was right. Once you get involved, you know, and and, and Clay's right. You get on these in my in, in my district. We have precinct committees. You could be a precinct captain, and then. You know, it goes from there. You, that's what we're going to elect. We're going to elect all our precinct committees, and then you get a captain of that precinct committee. And you know, I, I I don't have I don't really have a problem with 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 our with our leadership in this district. But I mean, you know, some new people might run. I don't know. We'll see. Well, I'll find out at, Monday. You look at my district. Um, I can I'll tell you flat out. There's three of us, me and two others, because they mm-hmm. uh, redistricted one out and one passed away. There were five of us out of that 15, mm-hmm. 15 member board that are probably the true conservatives. So, and that's, yeah. that's pretty daunting. There ain't much you can do when you don't have anybody on your side there. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is an opportunity, guys. You can change the course of District you get 31 on your, in six you get on your You get on your district committees, you and you get enough people there who think like you, you're the one who endorses who's going to run in that district. That's you, right. Who gets the endorsement, Who who's on the committees, like Clay said. it's That's the easiest way. And and it ain't like you. It isn't like it's taking up a bunch of your time. Your your committees meet a couple times a year. It's not, you know, it's not even endorsing year for a state candidate. So we're not even having a state convention. You know. Yeah, 
They don't. They don't even want that. We had to really fight like hell to keep that. Yeah, the one we had last year, and then it was run so poorly. And well, you were there, Jamie. We saw the we yeah. saw the shenanigans. And, yeah. Uh, you guys, if you want to hold the guy accountable, the buck stops with the chairman, and that's Mr. Perry Schaefer. He is the chairman of the North Dakota GOP. He's from District 31. Not only that, he weaseled his way back onto our committee. He can't let go. So he sits in a committee on the executive committee with me. Got himself appointed, guys, essentially. I mean, there was three of us that voted no, but that was, it was again, 15 people. It was a 12 to 3 vote. Yeah. That's how this runs. He's back on there. And our state senators, our chairman, tell me how that isn't a conflict of interest. This is why you need to get involved. Otherwise, it's just going to keep going on. Lift your chin higher, baby. Let that boot get on it easy. <laughs> yeah. so, look, Marty's got that comment there. I'm looking at it and thinking about this it. One? Everyone expects Jen Ray to do it. Yeah. You know what? I Marty's 100% right. And I'll tell you what. The NRA takes a lot of shit for a few things they did. But for the most part, the Remember after Sandy Hook, um, Wayne Lapierre got up there, which everybody's like, Wayne Lapierre, that piece of... <laughs> um, Wayne Lapierre got up there in front of literally a pack of freaking wolves and stood up for our Second Amendment rights. Pretty freaking awesome. And I'm not did. saying Wayne hadn't done anything wrong, but I'm saying, and the NRA's not perfect, but for the most part, Marty's right. They, they do want the NRA. Well, what the hell's the NRA doing? Jeez. They're doing this and that in the NRA. Well, I thought you guys thought the NRA was a bunch of weak, weak spined, uh, we, you know, gutless, yeah, gutless compromisers. The NRA is still a big hammer, my friends. Make no they mistake are. about that. There's good other organizations, but the NRA, they, you look at any article the leftists write, Clay, right? And then guess who's the first one they go after? It's the NRA. We're the evil NRA. And I can tell you right now, on Capitol Hill, mm-hmm. whether you're hearing from them publicly or not, the NRA is there. I know they're there. In fact, if you want to know yeah. the reality of it, there's one department they did not cut through all of this crap that was going on since China virus when, when revenues went down for everybody. Mm-hmm. They didn't cut the ILA. They kept it at full steam ahead, and that was to make darn sure that nothing that they could stop. Remember, some mm-hmm. things they're never going to be able to stop. No. When you're outnumbered in the House and you're outnumbered in the Senate, unless you got rhinos like McConnell, and well, we can go down yep. the whole gamut there. You can't stop it, okay? There's, you got to litigate it, kind of like they did in 1994 on the assault weapons ban. They yep. litigated it so that it was minimal. It sunsetted, and it, it sucked. But it expired, and everything went back to normal after that. Yeah. Without the NRA, that would never have happened, and we'd still only have 10 round magazines we wouldn't have flash suppression we wouldn't have none of the things yeah, we got you'd be today. waiting every time you bought a gun you'd be waiting freaking 30 days i mean nra has been around since the 1800s they, they trust me they know their way around some things here uh, so and they've been doing this since 1960 well yeah. actually 1972 is when they officially formed ila if i remember yeah so so when you get mad which trust me i get mad about things clay gets mad about it. we all do sometimes like clay said you, there's nothing you can change and if they do right. something don't get all buttered. I'm done. I'm not ever giving the NRA another freaking dime. <laughs> hey, whatever. whatever. You're, you're cutting your own throat. I mean, you can give it to Gunners of America and, and, and Firearms Policy Coalition. I donate to them, too. I'm a life member of the NRA. And, and full disclosure, Clay, the NRA doesn't give you and I a freaking penny for this. I wish they, hey, NRA, if you're watching... I'd love to. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I did work for him for ten years, but that yeah. was the only paycheck I got. Yeah, Clay was getting paid then for him, and I donated my time to him, which I gladly did. I was yeah. proud, of, proud to be representing the NRA for sure. 
but I can yeah. tell you, I never stopped being NRA. Um, it was right. I, I, I kind of miss the job, but yet I don't. I like being I like being home. <laughs> yeah, just say NRA to a to a leftist and then watch the steam come out of their ears. Oh, say awesome. GOA or, or something. Or wear a hat like, like this. Yeah, or you wear a hat like this. It's awesome to me. All right, Clay. Let me hear that uh, happy ending music. Would you a little happy ending intro? Doing? <laughs> yeah, All right, let's do it, buddy. A little segment we like to call happy ending of the week. <laughs> Never gets old. <laughs> oh man! All right, for, uh, real quick before I get to the happy ending, and if somebody tuned in and and they're respecting to hear Marty. Marty was on for a little bit. We were having some audio. It was it was glitching out and. And you know, my, hey, Marty said if I'm if it ain't working, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna come out, you know, get up. Which appreciate that. I would love to have Marty on. We're gonna do it again. He's like I said, he's gonna sit right next to me, and we're gonna make damn sure this is gonna work. So. <laughs> That's right. But anyways, yeah. So all right, the happy ending story of the week here comes to us from uh, Tangapoa Parish in Louisiana. Deputies responded to reports of shots being fired at a residence of Klein Road just after 5 a.m. on a Sunday. Bobby Reams broke into a home in Hammond, Louisiana on Sunday morning before he was shot and killed by the woman who was inside protecting her children. When they arrived, deputies learned the suspect, Bobby Reams, I'm saying Bobby, it's Robert. Bobby (laughs) Reams, 51, of Hammond, Louisiana, forced his way into a home while armed with a lug wrench and a shovel. Inside the home was a woman and her two young children. During the break-in, Reams got into a physical altercation with the woman and was ultimately shot by her. Police said Reams was declared dead at the scene by Tangapoa Parish Coroner's Office. Which, okay, that's the happy ending right there. I say it right there. Assume the room it. temperature. Yeah, a woman protecting herself, her home, and her children with, with a gun. Awesome. And did everybody a favor from got old rid old Bobby Reams. So here's, listen to old Bobby Reams here a little bit though. Bobby Reams was on parole after being incarcerated for nearly 20 years for armed robbery. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. That Police, did him a that that, that rehabilitated yeah, him. That's it? not all, Clay. Police also said Bobby was connected to a carjacking that took place just hour before he forced his way into the home on Sunday. <laughs> well, ma'am, I appreciate what you did to good old Bobby. And if somebody doesn't like that, you can KMA because that guy was a freaking drag on society. Good riddance to you, Bobby Reams. Good riddance, goodbye, happy trails. <laughs> so, uh, Gene, he uh, he has to say, and you're right, we're going to run a little. Yeah, over okay, here, but, yeah. Let's hit on that um, a little bit since you're on happy endings. We, one, we two- I'm going to do one more obscene profit timeout mm-hmm. and thank our sponsors, and then we'll go into that, and then we'll probably call it an evening. Mm-hmm. Guns in the 701 is sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located on 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Doug and the boys are patriots who support your Second Amendment rights with friendly service, decades of experience, competitive pricing, and expert advice for all your auto needs. It's getting colder out, so bring your vehicle in for a checkup and let Doug make sure you won't get stuck out in the cold this season. Stop in and let them know that you heard it on Guns and the 701 and you appreciate his support for your freedom and, most importantly, our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lauer Auto Repair, Bismarck, North Dakota. Give them a call, 701-258-6308. Guns and the 701 is sponsored by The Blind Guy of North Dakota. 
for all your custom window coverings. You can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. All right, and again, thanks to our sponsor. I'm, we're going to have to recut them. i got to get rid of that NPR yeah. voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know so, we, got um, some, we got some janks out in mind on, on, on uh, Lowers, too. I told yeah, Doug right. you were going to do that. So, Gene, he has a uh, Houston guy needs an honorable mention. So does Keith. Mm-hmm. He's got Texas guy. So with that, I'm going to play the clip that I, I found it on the Internet. So here it is. This is this guy doing what he does uh, when he sees someone threaten you. One more to the head. There you go. <laughs> I got no problem with that. I don't either. He's like, all right, here. Let's get your stuff back, everybody. Yeah. I know some music never, never goes away either. <laughs> all right. So there it was. Uh, someone came in. They made a threat. Now, I've heard reports of, uh, oh, the toy gun, maybe a pellet gun. I don't know if it was or not, but you know what? They would have still charged that guy with intent to rob with a deadly weapon or threaten with a deadly weapon, regardless of what it was because of the manner he used it in. If you're going to walk in, especially into Texas, how stupid are you, and do that, mm-hmm. there might be a darn good chance that someone's going to probably fight back and, uh, you know, take you out. Yeah, Brian says, isn't it, is this the anniversary of the guy at the church pair? I think it um, is, actually, Brian. It could be. I'd actually have to look up that date. Yeah, that was uh, right at the beginning of the year, and uh, how fitting, right? Another another He's, good guy with a yeah. gun did the right thing. Says, uh, even though the double tap at the end was excessive, you know, Keith, it probably is, but you know what I say? We've been having excessive crime for so long, these bastards need to realize that this is going to be you if you start messing with it. Just like Bolsonaro did to them scumbags down in uh, Brazil when he was in there. So it, it was probably uh, excessive to some. To, it didn't bother me in the least. I just <laughs> me either. Ruthless. I'm telling you. I'd, I well, probably would have done the same thing. Too, he had a freaking thing of like pop or something when he walked out. He threw it on the guy. I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, all right. So yeah, uh, Marty Beard here. He goes, I, I used to use chickens to fight in that parish. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Uh, <laughs> hey, Lynette, oh. you're right. Give them guys a call. Uh, they'll get you set up with blackout blinds. I have no 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 eyes or uh, no oh, yeah. there. Give Wyatt and them guys a call. Uh, him and her, they'll get you set up. Two two two. Thirty nine thirty two. Thirty nine thirty two. There you go. <laughs> He's Blind already dead. He was already dead before the double top yeah. tap. Gene says you're he, probably he, right, but don't uh, worry. You know he didn't what? mind. He didn't mind. You know, I so. I don't know. <laughs> Someone puts a gun. You know, if I can't, especially, if, I don't know if it was real or not. Somebody, it wasn't. It was a fake gun. They said. But if it looked real, yeah, I don't care. Sorry, I'm not gonna have a lot of sympathy for you, and uh, no. it probably ain't gonna be a good day. Yeah, you're gonna go meet one of the two makers. If you want to act like a piece <laughs> of shit, expect to get treated like one, I guess. There you, you know? go. Yep. So okay, Friday, 
Uh, Clay and I are going to be on per usual. Mitchell in the morning, 8.40, KFYR, 5.50 a.m. A lot of people like to know what we're going to be talking about. Um, you know, we've been talking about animal attacks, right? Clay, animals have been... We have, know, yeah. leave alone and they'll do their thing. Well, guess what? Um, a town in Colorado has had 15 dogs killed in 30 days. <laughs> so we're going to go over that, number one. And, oh, boy, USA Today wants to have bullet regulation since, you know, the gun the gun fans <sighs> and their little fantasies aren't working, right? Like we so said, we're gonna, we're gonna co- you can't win legislatively, well. you'll regulate things, right? Yeah, yeah. If Democrats lose, they change the rules. Clay Peterson taught me that, and he's 100% uh, right. <laughs> hey, Vance. Yeah. Hey, that's Iraq's boys. They're down there hog hunting right now in Florida. Uh, we'll be joining them next year down there. So I see they're getting a few. Glad you're listening. Say hi to Chris and uh, John and, and Waylon. Waylon, not too much bush light, okay? Not too much. <laughs> Hey, Lynette, I just got a text message from the blind guy. They said blackout blinds are great for sun on flat screen TVs. There we go. There we go. Get them yeah, set up. I'm, yeah, Doug and Lynette got a lot of windows out there on the west side, so I think that would be that'd be awesome for them. So <laughs> Marty says, now bring me tacos. He'll probably make coon tacos. I mean, he's got a lot of red <laughs> coon meat around there. Well, he said coon meat tastes like way goo. Yeah, that's Remember? right. So, hey, your Uncle Dean's here. Hey, to ask the perpetrator if the gun is real before you shoot. <laughs> uh, he asked, he asked with his, his gun and then took care of the problem. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's uh that's a rhetorical question. I know that. Uh, I yes, yes, it is. And we had Dean on when we were subbing over there at 1270 on Memorial day. And that was a great yeah. interview. So yeah. Yeah. All right, so, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, was inter- I interrupted uh, you there, damn it. No. Well, <laughs> so I'll just give you a little preview of some things Clay are going to hit on next week. I was going to hit on, like I said, we're always negative about um, uh, singers and actors. We got a guy you're going to like. We're going to talk about that. And get ready, Clay. Get ready, buddy. I got I got a 10 question. How much do you know about rimfire ammo? <laughs> oh, we're gonna hit that with Clay. And Clay, Clay's gonna this is gonna be Clay's deal here because this is Clay's. I mean, I know some about it, but Clay's Clay's a man here. We got a new 4473 released by the ATF. Yeah. Three different <laughs> questions on there. Clay's gonna that. get for us. And oh man, CDC has removes statistics on defensive gun uses in the u.s because it makes it makes <laughs> too good so the cdc got rid of those and if we get and if we get time of course we're gonna have the happy ending and if we have time uh new jersey newspaper is called the second amendment a curse and it's making it hard for state lawmakers makers to pass pro safety legislation yeah, I read that one. Yeah, I think yeah. you sent it to me. Yeah, sucking egg. Hey, New Jersey, how about you sucking egg, huh? Or is that New yeah. York? I don't know. Something like uh, that. Either one. Hey, Guido. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, and, that's, uh, that's what we're going to be. So, night, we're going to hit that on Mitchell Friday, and that's going to be where we're going to hit next Wednesday. And, and Jamie and I talked about it. So, probably starting next month, of course, we'll do the. Uh, Midwest badass. That's usually the first week. Mm-hmm. Probably that third week in February. I think Crazy we're going to do our. Well, I think we're going to try to do that. We talked about doing weapons of war, so it'd be kind yep. of a new thing. I uh, don't know if it'll be every month, but we're going to try to do that and bring a new segment to you. But yeah, we're going to. I think we're going to do Crazy Horse for our uh, badass mm-hmm. of the Midwest mm-hmm. badass of the month in February. I think that'll be kind of fun. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, so I guess tune in tomorrow, or Friday, guys. Uh, yep. 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time on KFYR AM. Uh, that's over on your on uh, dial to 550. We'll be on with Mitchell in the morning every Friday. Uh, we love getting on there. Oh, I should show you this. I finally got it loaded, guys. Okay. That's the shirt we made for Todd. And we, uh, <laughs> we put some stuff on the sleeves there. Love that thing. Yeah, that was a sweet shirt. A little shirt. better. Yeah, that was a lot of fun <laughs> putting that together. And Todd loved it. I seen he had it on his uh, on his page. So, yeah, yeah. we got our our rock with our, you know, our butt on there and, uh, a 30, or 30 clip assault magazine. Uh, well, so and Danelle are working on a couple shirts for me too. So when Clay gets those on, he can, uh, he can throw uh, those up too. And you got a little bit to do to it, but I got the, I think the general design done for you, Jamie. And maybe we, yeah, can, maybe when we do our first weapons of war segment, you'll be able to wear it. Yeah. Love it. Um, I'd love to do that. Yeah. That's yeah. So yeah, and if anybody, hey guys, um, tell everybody if they don't watch us, we are we're on we're on uh, iHeartRadio, the podcast, and basically every other podcasting yeah. platform out there. So if you don't listen to iHeart, okay, get a different one. But I suggest you get on iHeart. Was yeah, that a bump stock? On that. <laughs> <Rock>. <laughs> Had a coming back, didn't you hear? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, Someone called oh, me that yeah. ass of the month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. I, you know, and we got a suggestion from one, and I like that one. That was Elmer Keith, and uh, I'm going to look yeah. into him. He might be our Marty. That was one. Marty's suggestion, actually. I can tell you right now, I've read, I read his book. You know, hell, I was there. Uh, I'm telling you, that guy, he had a life. He did do so. Yeah, we got we got three four months of Dakota oh, Midwest yeah. Dakota Midwest badass is coming Midwest, up. So and so we can have some fun yeah. with that. And I, we're getting good reviews. Uh, everybody I've talked to that that mm-hmm. I know that listens are like, you know, we really like that. That's something that nobody else has. So I'm glad you guys are liking it. If you don't like it, yeah. tell us. If, yeah, let us know. Yeah, like I said, next week Clay's getting the quiz. So let's get, you know. Yeah, great. Now I got homework. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a 10 question thing. So, I mean, it's probably going to take 15, 10, 15 minutes. But I mean, you get, hey, I'd be more than happy you guys play along in the in the comments, but wait till Clay answers because I don't want, <laughs> yeah. I don't want you giving him the damn answers. And uh, the 50 caliber bill, we did submit that. Uh, Senator Magum submitted that now so that it can get a number addressed to it. So we'll have a Senate bill number for you soon on that. Uh, new, there's another one that's coming that I just saw today. I don't remember the number of it off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. it's uh, in the house. Uh, I know Brandon Picard and a few others brought it forth where if you defend yourself, you know, under our new stand your law, you know, your stand your ground law, essentially yep. or anywhere. And they charge you with something anyway. And then you go to court and you are found not guilty by reason of self-defense. Guess what? State's got to reimburse you for your court costs and expenses, everything related to your defense. Good. Um, I like that bill. Good. So I'll probably be another one you and I'll have to be there testifying on because that's how it should yep. be. It'll make yep. them think twice about charging you. And that would actually maybe put a, you know, it ain't going to be as big a deal maybe around here. But you get over in that Cass County area, you know, around Fargo and in there. Yeah, Minnesota. I could, I could see some DAM. That'd <laughs> be Western Minnesota. <laughs> I could yeah. see some dumbasses over there, liberals, going, well, okay, we're going to charge you anyway with murder. You know, yeah. self-defense, regardless what state losses. So, so I like the video. Bill. Real quick. I, God dang, I know we go along, but I got to say this real quick about that <laughs> yep. Texas video. So why did you have to shoot him so many times? Who gives a shit? 
The guy yeah. freaking was sticking guns in everybody's faces. He ended the threat. You know, it's that's the age old the question. Why did you shoot him seven times? Because I yeah. didn't have eight. Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't I don't have care. You, you keep shooting, and until you're in that situation where somebody's sticking a gun in your face and you have to pull your pull your gun out to do that. I mean, it's it's hard. You know, these guys going to go in court now. If he goes to court, I don't think he will in Texas because of their law. But I mean, you can sit there and litigate this crap. While what I would have done, really, that's what you would have done. How the hell would you know if somebody sticks a gun in your face? I've been fortunate enough. I have pulled. I've only had to pull mine three times, and I guarantee you, I meant to use it. Mm -hmm. I made that decision when I pulled it. it. It's a horrible feeling because you just made the decision to end someone's life. <laughs> Brian, is it, that might be all the ammo he had. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, was that, so, was that great? Grady Judd said that in, in uh, Florida, right? When that guy killed them two sheriffs or whatever, and they caught oh, him in the right. woods, he had like a hundred bullets in him. And they said, why did, why did you shoot him with a hundred? And he said, cause he didn't have 120. That's right. <laughs> well, yeah. See, Kelsey's God, that's right. It sends a clear message to thugs. He's, I just, pieces of shit have been getting away with. I'm using a I lot of that, bombs with I know there's one guy on here, well, two guys probably for sure that have probably uh, faced certain things here, and one of them is going to be Keith, and the other one was probably uh, Kelsey, I, I, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I'm telling you, and Dean, your Uncle Dean, so that makes three, but we've got guys that listen to this that have been in combat. Mm -hmm. They'll tell you. They will. They probably yeah. get frustrated with the rules they have to follow, you know, rules of war. Well, remember, um, uh, remember what I told you about um, Travis's dad over on Okinawa there? That's they right. Got yep. Shot in the ass, so they turned around and they found out where the where the Japanese soldier was hiding inside the barrel, and the sand popped it open. About three, four of them dumped their hold was a grand hold, 10, 10 rounds, right? Ten or yep. eight. Just dumped the whole clip right in the. All of them did. And I said, and, "What happened?" And those are real nothing. So we made hamburger out of the son of a bitch. <laughs> That's right. There was no more problems, was there? You know, you don't want to, if you don't want to get shot and, and, and multiple times, I don't care. Don't, <laughs> then don't go sticking guns in people's faces. Gene, why do you carry a 45? Cause I don't have 46. <laughs> <laughs> I like exactly. that Gene. That's a good Close, one. Also, you got a 460. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Isn't that what Mitchell yeah. shot that can of corn with there? I seen that thing. Yeah, just absolutely... I think it was, you know, yeah. if you guys ever get bored cause you can't shoot in the winter, you can go, you can go on to, um, to either our, our com or our YouTube page has all of them on there. All does, our yeah. shooting videos. Yep. And, I think, yeah. I think our webpage does too, but yeah, hit our YouTube channel. That's pretty easy to get to. I had a nice shot on a tree eating dog herding and cattle wreck environment this last weekend. Turn the lights out, yes, baby. You did. And I got some <laughs> new footage. Uh, Eric gave me some new footage here when he was here. So, um, I'll be, uh, I've been editing some of that. I've been working on your pheasant video forever. I was just going to say, man, we're still waiting for that pheasant video. I know. I, well, I got into a little, some of the music I had put to it. Yeah. Well, when I went and tried to upload, it says it was copyrighted and I bought the license mm. for it. I mean, it was like a dollar fifty. So I, I might just find different music and say to hell with it. And then I can get mm -hmm. it posted rather than go through that battle with them. So great. But yeah, no. And there is, if, if you're in the Bismarck Mandan area, I mean, you got a couple different uh, ranges there you can go check out uh, indoor. Well, one for sure. I don't know if there's two anymore, but I know there's one for sure there. So, yeah, yeah. Well, guys, we're running long. Uh, yep. We're holding the numbers holding, so that's pretty good. And I'm glad yeah. everyone's still listening. But again, just a real quick, I'll say Mar Marty was on earlier. We had some audio difficulties. I don't, I don't know. Clay and I got. Mm. <laughs> hey, a little update here. 
Yeah. And this has come from Gene. He said the news just said that the Texas shooter stuff is going to a grand jury. So that could go either way. Yeah. Really good. So Yeah. So yeah, Marty was on. We had we had uh he was glitching out, so we had we had to end that and go on with the show. We'll get him back on. He's gonna be in person and apologize yep, for that. But Marty Marty will be a common guest here. I'm, I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah, for sure. Marty's Marty's a Marty's an awesome guy, full of knowledge. He can keep us up oh, to yeah. date on what's going on. His buddies in Brazil, you know, keep your fingers crossed. Pray for those guys down there. And I tell you what, yeah, send some prayers, guys. Um, I, I, it's kind of disheartening to hear that they haven't heard from him since those videos I showed. That's mm-hmm. the last I heard from these. Yeah, guys. I mean that's that's scary. They could so, be, you know, how stuff goes down there. They're like cartels yep. down there. Yeah, so it uh, it's a different world down there. But yep. with that, we will be on Friday morning on KFIRE, 5.50 a.m. with uh, Mitchell in the morning, 7.40 Mountain, 8.40 Central. And we'll see you all again here next Wednesday for episode 25. Uh, can't believe that. Love it. should be, what, Quarter January 18th. So yeah. we'll see you guys uh, next week on Guns in the 701. Check us out on iHeart. Get your podcasts. Yep. And, guys, don't forget, keep your powder dry.